going on, everybody? J-Man here. We're doing things a tad bit different this evening. But right now, I have a couple of very special guests with me. Um, if you follow the Double Turn on Instagram, which you, for the love of God, should, because I run that and it's, and it's a G account. I'm just saying. Pat myself on the back any day of the week for that. I'm kidding. No, but in all sincerity, I have um, I've made very good friends in the podcast, in the wrestling podcasting community. Um, and I've got a couple of good ones right now. Coming in all the way from Flo Rida, I got Matt and Jenny wrestling with respect up in the building, coming back for the first time since last October. Good evening, guys. How are you? What is up? What's going on? Has it been that long? It has been that long. It, wow. wow. Yes, I know. It wouldn't have not been that long had I not messed up scheduling back in January. No, and I take full responsibility for that. Um, Just, no, COVID's is- got, got my time my my flux capacitor all twisted so i fully hear that dude. <laughs> yeah um, i just was at the office like for real this time for the first time since december so um, oh really totally you went back you yeah like full time or just like to check it out um i had to go ahead and get a few things set up for tomorrow but i'll be working remote for t- like tomorrow and later this yeah. week and then coming uh, i'll be coming in sporadically but like i actually had to dress up you actually see my button up usually i would oh. not be rocking button up today <laughs> <laughs> it's at least you remembered how to dress then. oh yeah. yeah like actually my pants fit it was fantastic <laughs> it was good that's, stuff that's really good that's like no extra covid lbs no, going on you know what that's what happens when you have a and you know tmi maybe perhaps but at the same time i don't care um i had a kidney stone back in september and so i lost a bunch of water weight once that kidney stone passed so i've actually been at a regular number go for like the last few months i like i i won't go past 210 and then i won't go under 207 it's like three mm-hmm. pound mark that i just can't get by i used to be like <laughs> 213 and i'm like you know what do you bro do you <laughs> i guess the real question the listeners want to know is did you oversell the kidney stone i definitely did not <laughs> no. okay definitely did not no actually i was on no. a podcast with with our buddies uh hops and box office flop shout out to the thunderous wizard and his crew ross and i were doing a show on the dukes of hazard and as as soon as my buddy tom was doing his intro i get i turn on or turn on my mic i'm like guys i think i'm gonna have a kidney stone right now i gotta oh go and my wife drew me on she drove me on over to it's the er and uh, i was there for a few hours it was a it was a b you know, no, no, it was a bitch. It really wasn't. I hated it so much and never want to experience that again. Shout out to any women who have given birth because apparently that's the closest we'll ever get to women's birth pain. And I feel terrible for that. And I'm so sorry. Speaking of which, yeah. Jenny, happy International Women's Day. Um, it's, Thank it's, you, sir. Yeah, it's fantastic that we, this, you know, it just lined up that Matt and I came up with this date um, to discuss uh, women's wrestling, because when whenever wi- wrestling with respect is on, you know women's wrestling is not far behind. For those of you who don't know, um, that is that is the main topic of their podcast. Actually, speaking of which, I should stop talking and let Matt and Jenny talk about wrestling with respect and talk about what else they want to talk about before we get into tonight's topic, which I'm very very excited about. But go ahead, Matt and Jenny. My apologies. Jenny, the floor is yours. Thank you. I'll start. You can add some color if you'd like. Sure. So um, Matt and I were husband and wife uh, team. We started wrestling. Hi. Hi. I only had wine yet. Wrestling. Wrestling with respect. (laughs) Wrestling with respect to uh, highlight and spotlight the women's wrestlers, uh, professional wrestlers of the past, present, and future. 
We love wrestling. We love WWE, um, NXT, AEW, Impact. And we just love putting the focus on these incredibly talented women. Um, yeah. Maddie? You said Did it all. I cover everything? You, <laughs> you said it all. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we would we we would love to put more content out there, but uh, uh, as J Man can attest here, you know, being parents and you know busy human beings, sometimes it's tough to get content out. But uh, you know, we we do our best. So yeah. you know, it, you're so right on that, man. But I have, I you guys have my utmost respect because you know when you guys do put out content, it's it's freaking good ass content. I'm actually kind of jealous of it. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> um, you. Um, yeah, no, for sure. I'm. It's always it's always fantastic to have you guys on because not only have we, I think it's fair to say that we've become pretty good friends. We've supported each other's podcasts. We've supported each other's Instagram pages and all that good stuff. Um, but more importantly. Um, what you guys do is highlight and, you know, you really put an emphasis on the greatness that has become women's professional wrestling over the, especially over the last 10 years, I have to say, maybe mm-hmm. even more so the last five years. Um, I'll, I'll plug this now because I think people need to listen to it because it was genuinely a great pot, great episode that I'm really proud of um, with the exception of technical hiccups that happened like with sound, but go back in the archives of the double turn, um, check out, um, uh, our episode that we did with Matt and Jenny back in October, which I believe now I'm trying to remember the name that I gave it. I actually gave it a really good name and I can't think of it off the top of my head <laughs> right now, but it's, it's in the October archives. Go check it out because we discussed what we believe to be three of the best women's matches in WWE over the last 10 years. We talked Oscar and Becky at the Royal Rumble in 2019. Mm-hmm. We talked about the great triple threat that happened at WrestleMania 32 between Becky, Charlotte and Sasha. And then of course, the be all end all, probably the best women's match of all time. Uh, Sasha and Bailey won in Brooklyn. Um, and that's, I, I want people to go ahead and take a look at that episode. Respect the evolution was the next was, was the name of that there episode. I'm actually, I'm really happy about that name. Good because, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was more importantly, I'm really proud of the episode. And if you're into women's wrestling and you liked our TDT's classic series, please go check that out because it was fantastic and I'm really proud of it. Um, but tonight, what we're going to be discussing is kind of the state of the women's division in WWE as a whole. Um, you know, and we may even get into some impact and into AEW as well and kind of discuss what, where, where everything is going uh, with those two respective divisions. But before we do that, um, Matt's got a little giveaway going on on his – okay, so first of all, here's – this is the kicker. Matt not only is a parent of two with Jenny, but then he's got a second podcast that he puts out content on, Metal Rock Whiskey, where if you're into metal and you're into whiskey and you're into cigars, um, basically, if you're Baron Corbin, you should be listening to that podcast. (laughs) Oh, no. We got to add watches (laughs) to that because he's always wearing his his fun little watches and shit. Yes, those those watches are fire. His watch game is so strong, it's unreal. I will it's say Baron Corbin's whiskey game is the only thing I like about him, but that's a different discussion for another episode in the future, maybe. Which we will happily do. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, thank you for that. And, you know, Metal Rock Whiskey, as much as I love what we've done with Wrestling with Respect, Metal Rock Whiskey was really the start of my podcasting career. I never thought I would be doing this. I never thought I would enjoy listening to the sound of my own voice, but... 
I was given the opportunity to do that. Talk about two things that I absolutely love, which is hard music and whiskey, because I've been in the whiskey game for about 15 years. And, you know, it grew into a network. It grew into this huge thing that I never thought would take off. And here we are four years later, you know, it, it gave me the opportunity to put this show wrestling with respect on that network, have a platform to get it out. Yes. Uh, shout out to the spirit of rock, right? Spirit of rock, spirit network, of rock right? podcast yeah. network. Yeah. Awesome. And thank you. And, you know, for something that we're passionate about wrestling, we felt that there was a lot of content in this community, but there was nothing that was solely aimed toward women's wrestling. And we wanted to do that. And it's, it's, it's amazing. This community, how it works is that you put that out there and then all of a sudden you meet these other people that also have podcasts about women's wrestling. And we've met so many people along the way, uh, yourself included J man and, and Ross that are huge supporters and proponents of this thing that we love. And this thing that there's so much great talent and it, it's, it's been given so much time and, it, it's on par with the men, which is fantastic. I don't want to get down a rabbit hole, but Metal Rock and Whiskey, we are having a giveaway right now. It's our first giveaway in four years. We should have done several before this, but it is our first one. So if you check out our Instagram page at Metal Rock Whiskey, uh, follow the instructions. I know sometimes these giveaways on Instagram can be kind of confusing, but please just read the instructions and follow them. And then you can get some great Metal Rock Whiskey swag. We got glasses, we got stickers, we got all this other stuff. And, and you're going to get some great whiskey as well. You're going to get a, a year's subscription to American Whiskey Magazine, which our host, uh, Sailor, writes for currently. And uh, just go check it out. Go check it out. And I appreciate you, J-Man, for giving me this you know, couple minutes here to plug that. Dude, for sure. At, uh, first of all, you, you know, you're taking time out of your night to go ahead and come hang out with me on a Monday night when you could be either... Look, I don't know if you'd rather be watching not, three no. hours of Raw. I know what you're going to say. No. <laughs> but, you know, you guys could be hanging out with one another, um, enjoying your own whiskey and all that good stuff. And instead of you're coming to chill with me, and I really genuinely appreciate that. Um, first of all, go check out Medical, Metal Rock Whiskey, the podcast. Go check out Metal Rock Whiskey, the Instagram page. Go check out Wrestling with Respect, the Instagram page. Go follow Matt at the Whiskey Obsessor. Go follow Jenny at uh, Runder Woman underscore 27. 27. Right? Yep. Got it. By the way, I've been meaning to ask you, is that actually, are you just a rum gal? Is that, is it rum? I'm a, plus lover, wonder- I'm a lover of all things rum. So it's, uh, well, you're, you're half that- Puerto Rican. Shout out to my sister. What's up? Um, yeah. that makes all, all the sense <laughs> in the world. So, but that, so please go yeah. for the love of God, give them a follow on all those hey, don't, pages. Don't discount the other half. They like their rum too. Okay. This is true. Columbia. This is yeah. very, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. My Colombian peeps. Shout out, shout out to my Colombian <laughs> peeps, you know, and shout out, you know, you guys saw, we had Michael Morales from Lucha Libre online with the slash. Yes. Week, my Puerto Rican brother. Hell of an interview. Yeah. Go check that out as well. But you know, we're here guys to talk women's wrestling. We're talking, we're here to talk the, you know, the state of the division. Matt, you and I had plenty of discussions just over the last few months about what we like, what we dislike. And, you know, you posted something a few months ago that kind of resonated me and you and I a few had a months great ago. Wow. It's been right. a couple months. Yeah. I think <laughs> okay. this was like, cause it was, I think it was like November. Um, and, and it had to do with Carmela and Sasha Banks 
They had just started up their feud after Survivor Series. Oscar, yeah. uh, obviously, Sasha beat Oscar in that uh, Raw and SmackDown match, which was pretty decent. I don't think it was the best Sasha Oscar match of last year. I think that's probably reserved for their match at, um, I believe, it was Extreme Rules that they had a banger of a match, and they also had a banger of a match at SummerSlam. So out of the three. I would say that the Survivor Series match was probably their weakest. Not no disrespect to it. It was just no, there was I two agree. other ones that they yeah, had yeah, better. Yeah. Um, but you or or it may have been Jenny, I'm not sure, because both of you run the Instagram page, which thoroughly confuses the hell out of me when I don't know <laughs> who is posting what, but it's I love it at the same time. Like everybody on their toes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but you guys posted um, what do you think needs to be done better to highlight and strengthen the women's division? at that moment in time. And I responded to you guys by saying, if Carmella and Sasha have a home run with their feud, it'll be very, very strong. And one of you guys responded back to me saying, you weren't necessarily the biggest fan of Carmella's transformation in character from what she has done over the last few years. Um, They had two relatively strong matches, I would go ahead and say at TLC and at the Royal Rumble. I ask you now, do you still both feel that way or who, I guess maybe I should ask who of the two of you actually felt that the Carmela character wasn't the best thing going on for her. And where do you think now that we're in March? Um, I'll start. Uh, I believe that was actually my host and Matt replied to you, but um, I I think it's some of the best work that I've seen from Carmela. And I'm actually really pleased with what she put out. Her character is is really cool. Um, I think it's more I think it's more Carmela, but amplified. I think that's part of her her real personality, and I think that's why it um, it feels so genuine when she's doing it. I feel like that's why she's so into, and the role comes so naturally to her because I feel like it really is is her, just you know, uh, under a, a magnifying glass. Um, and I feel like her wrestling has improved. I feel like she's gotten much better. So uh, I, I am I'm pleased with it. I'm pleasantly surprised uh, and, and pleased with it, for sure. I wasn't expecting um, too much out of Carmella based on how I've seen her in the past. Um, although I did, I did dig all the leopard print leotards because I love leopard print. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, I, I really, I enjoyed it very much so. And I think, you know, you get in a match with, with Sasha, she's going to bring up the best in you because she's amazing. So, you know, I'm not surprised, but uh, well, I, I'm contradicting myself. Yeah, I, I'm pleasantly surprised. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, actually, before we go any further and before I let Matt jump in, I have to go ahead and state this for the record. Matt and Jenny are ambassadors for the Sasha Banks brand. It's not yeah. even funny. It's not. It's. <laughs> If they could, they would wrap their car with Sasha Banks merchandise and it's mm. would be hysterical. Um, yeah. That said, Matt, do you feel the same way? How do you feel that the Carmella character has evolved? Because I think, because to be fair, and, and I think this is, I don't think that's this strong, strong of a statement. Besides Alexa Bliss, I got to say that her and Carmella have probably been the two NXT products that have genuinely surprise people the most with both their pro well definitely not their promo ability i think especially with alexa bliss you knew that she was going to be able to just grab the mic and just hold everybody's attention but as an overall performer carmella has just blown everyone away in the last five years 
I will say this. So I'm not a huge Carmella fan. The only time before the gimmick change that I actually kind of enjoyed her was the whole she had a whole thing going on with James Ellsworth and then she won the money in the bank ladder. She oh, yeah. she didn't win the money in the bank and then she did win the money in the bank and then she finally cashed in on Charlotte and in one of the funniest cash-ins. So uh, yeah, because how she yelled at the God referee. damn you, Mike Co- Mike Yoda. I love you, but yeah. <laughs> well, you remember she had teased that for weeks before and no one believed her. It was like the boy who cried wolf. So yeah. Uh, you know, I hated the gimmick change at first. Because I was just like, oh, okay. Another girl being sexy. Okay, yeah. she's a whore. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, but it, it was the second coming of Emily. Okay. No, 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 no. You can. Oh, no, that's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. But it was the second coming of Emily. Yeah, but we never got Emily. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as time went on, and I, I always said that she, Carmella, the old Carmella, had her best matches with Bailey, and I'm like, okay. Bailey can work. Bailey brings up the best in her opponents. Fine. It's all Bailey. She did the gimmick change. She came back and then she was working with Sasha. And I said, okay, it's all Sasha mm-hmm. because Sasha brings out the best in her opponents, which is true. I think Bailey and Sasha, that's what separates them from the other two. They, they can get a match out of a mannequin, but I'm really watching the matches. And I'm like, Okay, I'm seeing stuff from Carmella I hadn't seen before. I'm seeing improvement. I'm seeing progression. Yes. Progression. So by the end of that, by the end of the the match they had at the Rumble, I was, I'm like, okay, all right. I, I don't mind it. That I right. can look past that superficial gimmick and see that she has actually improved in the ring. So I will say that I was maybe not on, on the level of Jenny, but I will say that I was more impressed with her that she actually put the time in to get better in the ring. Absolutely. I think you guys both hit the nail on the head. And there was two things I've, I've always been, I'm not going to say I've always been a Carmella fan. I definitely thought that she was, I in NXT. And then we all remember when Enzo and Cass got called up, she got left in NXT. Right. And she was kind of that sitting duck where it's like, okay, well, Carmella doesn't have Enzo and Cass anymore. It was always that she had those two to play off of and whatnot. Nobody thought she was, I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely honest when I tell you this. Nobody thought she was that talented. Mm-hmm. And then you guys remember, I think this is all the way back. God, we're going back in the years, but 2015, I think is when Enzo and Cass got called up. Um, and then 2016. she turned 2016. Yeah. Thank you very 16. much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Five years ago. Um, and then Carmela was a baby face by association with Enzo and Cass, but she was always for the most part, getting booed by the audience. People didn't appreciate her. They didn't like her. And then, she started to get a little bit better in the ring and on the mic in NXT. And then her friendship with Bailey came out to the forefront in a good way, right? Not in the sense of like nepotism. Also, she's Bailey's friend. She's going to go ahead and be doing good mm-hmm. stuff because Bailey was still technically, in a way, a nobody. And I shouldn't, and I don't mean disrespect by that, but like just because right. you were NXT women's champion in 2016, that doesn't hold the weight that it holds nah, she was right now or at all, right? Exactly. And so I remember Carmella winning a battle Royal to go ahead and be the number one contender to Bailey. And then her and Bailey brother, from what I can remember back in 2016, had a banger of a match. And I'm, I, I still think to this day, that's what got Carmella called up to the main roster. First of all. And then 
she was so entertaining. And then she's gotten more entertaining. Her stuff with R-Truth was freaking gold. And her stuff with Biggie and the New oh, Day yeah. was absolute gold. And, even, and guys, that's the Mixed Match Challenge. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. you're doing something right when you're making the Mixed Match Challenge entertaining. Um, my point is that I, I've been on the Carmella train since 2016 going onwards. And what I've always appreciated about Carmella is that whatever she's given, she has tried to make work as best as possible. And it was nice to see that, yes, she won the money in the bakery case. And I was really ecstatic for her. And she cashed in on Charlotte and then she held the title for, for a few months. And then what happened is obviously she, she was out of the title scene. I didn't think that we'd go down a Carmella rabbit hole when I mentioned this, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's, I think it's really important to talk about because it talks about the state of the division where we're Absolutely. at right now. Um, mm-hmm. And then she had a triple threat match with Becky and Charlotte at SummerSlam. And everybody remembers that moment because it was when Becky turned on Charlotte and that basically started the meteoric rise of the man. But if you look back at that match, Charlotte obviously brought her A game because she's Charlotte. Becky brought her A game because she's Becky. I mean, I'm here to tell you, I think Carmella hung in there. No problem with those two ladies. And she's consistently gotten stronger. And I get all the way up to where we are in 2020 and in 2021. And I saw her matches with Sasha. And even though the TLC match was better than the one at the Rumble by a smidge, at least to me, I know some people think about it the other way around, and that's fine. I saw Carmella, and I saw a different Carmella in a good way. And then, I mean, I don't know about you guys. This was meant to be a botch, even though it wasn't. I mean, botches aren't supposed to happen. But when Carmella went for her suicide dive and landed face first and then got up like a tough cookie at that moment like if Carmela never never gained your respect previously up until that moment Mm -hmm. she did on that moment alone and that I think speaks volumes to the performer that she has become over the last five years on the main roster and I mean we can go on a diatribe about how great Sasha Banks can be when she's on it you know because when she's on it I'm not gonna say she's untouchable but she's really, really hard to touch. <laughs> That's the best way I can go ahead and describe that. And I too was pleasantly surprised, hoping that it would work, not in the sense of being pessimistic. I wanted to be optimistic. Mm-hmm. And it basically, yeah. I watched those two matches and I watched that feud unfold, even though it's kind of made Reginald be <laughs> more important person. But that's fine because Carmela's still doing her podcast with freaking my homie Corey Graves. So that's perfectly fine. Well, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. I mean, you you have to, I mean, you said it right there. I mean, is she doing a suicide dive five years ago? No, no she's exactly. not. Exactly. No. Five so, years ago, she's doing a really crappy sweet chin music. Now exactly. it's actually relatively yeah. acceptable. She might have the breast super yeah. kick out of the women. I, and maybe. I, I have to add to that too, is that we discount it because maybe we feed into the social media hype and the BS that goes on, but the whole shit uh, crap, sorry, the whole crap with her and graves, you know, that people were getting on her and, and kind of demeaning her and all that stuff. When none of the stuff that was purported by fans was actually true. I mean that, I mean, you know, that can, can weigh on you physically and mentally as well. Sure. Um, cyber, cyber bullying is okay. I'm going to say this right now. Cyber bullying sucks. It needs to go away forever. Um, it, people need to knock it off. And it, it, I know that we're sometimes 
I was going to say the media. Like, I, I'm not media. I just have a platform. We're not about. media. But we're just a bunch of wrestling geeks. We're just, we're this, just wrestling yeah. geeks. This, plot, but, this community can be fantastic. Yes, it can. And it can be, and really it can be the worst times. community yeah. in all yeah. of social media. 100%. It can be. Yeah. It can be. And so we need to knock it off at the silliness. Um, that goes to myself and Keluted. Sometimes I go ahead and get a little bit too you know, uh, rah, rah, rah on social media. And I need to go ahead and back <laughs> off and not make sure that I'm not disrespecting anybody for doing what they actually love. Um, but at the same time, you know, don't go ahead and call a woman a slut when you don't think when she's not being a slut. I'm just, let's be honest. Yeah, she, it's true. You know? yeah. So true. Carmela and Corey Graves did nothing wrong. He was perfectly legally yeah. separated from his wife, um, at least according to him. And if his wife wants to go ahead and tell us her side of the story, that's fine. But go ahead and go off on Graves. Don't go off on Carmela. Don't bring her into it. Don't put it um, on social media. Yep. Don't put it. Don't don't air your dirty laundry on social media for the love of the good Lord. Um, that being said, so you guys changed your tune on Carmela. That makes me really happy yeah. because I, I, I do take you guys uh, word, not necessarily as gospel, but if I'm ever going to go ahead and have a, dis- a real discussion about women's wrestling with somebody <clears> besides <throat> Ross, I want it to be with you guys because that's what you guys focus on. And it's, I'm, uh, it's always nice to know. Jorge, you were for the most part right. And I'm not trying to go ahead and chew my own horn, but I'm glad to see that <laughs> I wasn't seeing something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Your opinion is wrestling with respect approved. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Get in there. Thank you very much, Jenny. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's fantastic. Let's talk about another person who I think has greatly improved. And that's saying a lot because she's so good to begin with. But there's an NXT women's champion right now who I think is, I want to be very careful with how I say this, but she's rivaling some of the better title reigns we've seen in NXT over the last seven years. And that person would be Io Shirai. Now, I understand that Kaylee Ray in NXT UK has been NXT women's champion, NXT UK women's champion for like 550 plus days. As extremely happy for her that I am, she didn't defend that title for like five months. Okay, now it's not her fault. Shout out to COVID. I hate you. Um, <laughs> but and to be fair, the NXT UK's women's division is not as strong as the regular NXT women's division. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're doing better, but it's still not on the same platform of what they are doing in NXT right now. Io Shirai has been, for lack of a better word, murdering the game as NXT Women's Champion. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me what you're most excited about regarding her coming forward. I know she's got a major title defense coming up this Wednesday. Where are you guys on the on the whole Io hype train? Because I'm I'm riding first class right now, and I don't know if I should be. Maddie, you can start. Okay. Well, let's that is take a my look fault at... for being a bad host. I got, I will let. No, it's I, fine. My bad. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um. Well, let's start with where she's been so far with the title. So, I mean, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, she's beaten Candice LeRae two or three times. For me, it's what's ahead, and as deep as that division is, she has. Unlike on the main roster, where you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, she has challenges lined up for the foreseeable future. She ain't losing that title anytime soon. So we have 
you know, Tony Storm, which you mentioned or didn't directly mention, but you dropped the hint at. She still has to go through Ember Moon at some point. That's going to happen. And everyone seems to forget this with the whole women's tag team title thing going on right now. But Raquel pinned her at War Games. She's getting a title shot soon. I think if there's anyone that takes a title off her, it might be her because she is. They strapped a rocket to her big time. Bro, if there's, if there, if, if I'm riding first class on the EO hype train, I'm freaking conducting that Raquel train. Right <laughs> so are we. <laughs> if, so if, are if, we. If you haven't seen our social media posts on Raquel Gonzalez, I have become a massive mark for Raquel. They, I understand saving moments for WrestleMania. Damn it, did they botch that move? Raquel and Dakota need to be NXT, uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions right now. Totally agree well, no, I can go me. one further and they should burn those titles because I don't think I they mean, should exist at all. That's fair, and I, I yeah. know for a fact you're not the only person that believes that way. Of course, but, I'm not. You know, yeah. There yeah. are better people in this community than me that think the same thing. So Yes. So my fine. apologies for interrupting you, Matthew. Please. No, 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 no. Don't. No. Dude, your show, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, the proof is in the put, I mean, pandemic, there's, she, she is pandemic proof. As far as I'm concerned, she doesn't, I mean, there's the language barrier aside. She doesn't need to say anything. She just, she emits confidence. She emits a champion. She emits and a world-class talent. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're talking worldwide, she is the top three women's talents in the entire world. Japan, wow, Japan, NXT, WWE, AEW, you can take any promotion on earth. And she is in the top three as far as talent, uh, as far as what she can do in the ring. So I'm with you, man. I'm conducting that yeah. train too. All right. Fair play. You know what? I, you know, when you guys were last on here, well, Jenny had to get off early on that, on that, on that show and it stinks because we didn't get a chance to go ahead and talk to her about this. But Matt, if you remember, I believe that when you came on um, PWI had just released the top 10 women of 2020 and EO was on that top 10 list, but she was like, she was lower than what I wanted her to be. And I understand that the people ahead of her were so, so freaking strong. I get that, but gosh, darn it. Like she can hang with the best of them. I'm here to tell you right now. And Jenny, you can go ahead and hop in on this when you want. To me, and I love Kyrie, but I think that she's better than Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And I think that she is okay. If now, granted, you guys are Sasha Marks, and I understand if, if you, you know, if you get upset with what I say, but if, if Charlotte like and Oscar are 1A, 1A, <laughs> um, EO is like 1B along with Sasha and Bailey. Like she's entered that second. High tier. You remember a couple of weeks ago when WWE on Fox went ahead and messed up and they went ahead and put dollar signs next to their ladies about, oh, Natalia is $1. Io Shirai is 2 Get the yeah. hell out of here with yeah. that trash. Io is a $10 bill and y'all damn <laughs> well know it, you hooligans. And I know that Gerard got on that in the sense of like he didn't think it was a big deal. You're wrong, G. You're wrong and I love you. I love 3T, but damn it, you were wrong. Io Shirai is not a $2 bill. She's absolutely a, a, on the highest of levels. I can't agree with you more on that, dude, because she's a, she's been stupendous. Like her match, her matches with Shayna in 2019 were some of the best, not just NXT women's matches of the year, ladies and gentlemen, 
EO and Shayna had some of the best matches in all of world wrestling entertainment, not just NXT. It doesn't matter what gender you are. And she's just gotten better. Jenny, tell me why you love EO so much. I mean, NXT just, they do it the right way, baby. I mean, the her character, the booking, I mean, and her talent alone is untouchable. Uh, and I, I agree with uh, with my counterpart. I, I just, she's just, they're building her up to be this this huge force. And I don't know who's going to be knocking her off. I know Matt loves Tony Storm. Right, yeah, but she's not one. No. 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 She's still, I think she's still a little bit more green behind the, the gills than, than EO. But, um, I mean, who, who's going to be the one to, to knock her off her throne? That's a I mean, great I, question. I, I, I love her, her character and, and her athleticism. And I just, I personally get nervous when I see these women doing so well and excelling because I'm afraid they're going to be bumped to the main roster and then, you know, they'll be forgotten because they don't fit a, a mold that I think Vince has in his head as, as who should be pushed. Right. Um, but hopefully right now, um, the women that she has to go through, they'll give her the proper run and they'll give her the respect that she deserves, the respect that she earns and that she gets a full um, and solid uh, run with the belt. You know, I, I agree with you on that. There's a couple of things that I think work in Io Shirai's um, favor. And I, and I, I also want to be very, very careful with how I say this um, mm-hmm. because, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, not just in WWE, but I think in professional wrestling as a whole, especially when it comes to the ladies, but the, although it, it very much matters with the men, because if you're an ugly dude, you're probably not, you've got to be really, really, <laughs> really good at your job. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's, it's the truth. Right. I mean, the rock became the rock because he was a good looking son of a gun with tremendous sideburns and then he happened to be able to work. And of course, his dad was Rocky Johnson. Yeah. Right? Bloodline's so, a big, and then, big deal. Yeah, exactly. And then Triple H just had these flowing golden locks. And then he got ripped. And then by funny, the way. both men are bold now. Yeah, it's right? very funny. It's very Beautiful funny. Bald. Men, yes. And by the way, Shawn Michaels is also bald. And at least in the problem with Shawn Michaels is he does look terrible, at least compared with the Rock and Triple H. <laughs> They're good, handsome men. They pull it off. But he they knows do. he looks terrible. That's the he thing. He does. And that's fine because he's one of <laughs> yeah. the best wrestlers we've ever seen. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. The best wrestler I, we've he, ever seen. <laughs> he is the best performer I've ever seen. That's yes. that's for a fact. Yes. And I love and I love everybody else. But I mean, Shawn Michaels. No, there's, is, there's only it's, one. It's Shawn unreal. Michaels. Yeah. People um, always, um, not to go off on a tangent. Sorry. Please. But people always say, oh, he's the next Shawn Michaels. He's the next Shawn Michaels. Just like there's a reason see, they say that. Just like we see. Oh, he's an ex Guerrero. He's an ex Rey Mysterio. You know, anytime someone with a lucha mask comes along, dude, those guys are here, and it doesn't matter who you compare them to. Never gonna happen. No, those guys are there for a reason. Yes, I mean, I think actually you and I, Matt, had a conversation last year. um, The comparison of AJ versus versus HBK. Um, like asking whether or not who was the next rest, Mr. WrestleMania, whether or not it was AJ Styles. And as much as I love AJ Styles, and I love me some AJ Styles, he's not Shawn Michaels. He's not Shawn Michaels. No, he's not the and closest thing you might get, but it's still not the same, dude. It's still not the same. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. very good copy, but it ain't the original. That being yeah. said, going back to EO, what? And, and again, I want to be very careful with that, with how I say this, but that's fine. One of the things that EO has compared to some of the other ladies 
EO happens to be a very pretty girl. Like, excuse me, that was rude, and I apologize. She's a very no. pretty, pretty lady. Um, yeah. Does that help? I mean, I guess I really shouldn't say. Unfortunately, it doesn't it does. hurt. Uh, it doesn't hurt. I, I actually think you should be very proud of you if you were a very pretty gal. But you know, I think that sometimes if you're eye candy, it it does assist you in in a lot of ways. Um, and so I there are women who have made it from the NXT to the main roster that their talent, even though it was really, really strong because of their perhaps quote unquote looks, they didn't get further along on the main roster as far as they should have, unless you're Shayna Baszler. And I'm not saying Shayna Baszler is not a good looking person, but Shayna Baszler is a rough and tough MMA destroyer of worlds and happens to be Ronda's best friend. And guess what? Mm -hmm. She still didn't beat Russ. WrestleMania. I'm sorry if you didn't hear me. She definitely did not beat Becky at WrestleMania, and that was the wrong call. Even though I love Becky Lynch, my mm. point is, you know where I'm going. At least EO kind of has that in a way. But I guess I ask you: Should I be looking at that and saying to myself, "That's a good reason as to why she should be pushed forward"? Is that rude of me? Um, like in 2021, should we even be looking at things like that anymore? Well, wait, let me start, babe. Go ahead. Yeah, go. So the women's penalty view. Absolutely. Please, Jenny. Yeah. 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 So I think we're, you know, we're in 2021. We know that it's, it's entertainment, right? Wrestling is to entertain us. Um, There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a beautiful woman and being a badass. If you can have the talent behind and you're not just, you know, a pretty girl, a little like chauffeur and stuff. And I mean, that's, that's a lot of the premise of, of what our show is about as well, that women aren't just the arm candy anymore. You can be beautiful and you can be a badass. And in the same breath, it's not always 100% looks. You don't have to be a cookie cutter Barbie doll. You can still kick ass and be taken seriously, you know, no, no matter what the hell you look like. I mean, it's just, it's all about you know, the, your, your talent, if you got it or, or you don't. Um, and I just, I hate that these women, they, they get it, they get up to the main roster. And I said it before, and it just really bugs the crap out of me. They get up to that main roster. Uh, we know that they can, that they kick butt in, in NXT and then, you know, Vince and, and them and, and the Motley crew over there, they don't know what to do with them. I mean, look at Shayna Baszler. She she was awesome. She came up full full steam ahead, and now what? She's she's in a in a she's with uh, Nia Jax in the tag team division with the belts that are are worthless. Do they have the belt? Did they get the belt back? No, they no, definitely they still they have, have the belts. Yeah, sorry. They should be. They, the Dakota and Raquel need to have the belts again. They damn need it, to, for the second yes. time. They need them. <laughs> yes, please. I think that would be the right call. To and and NXT has such a great tag team division. That that's where it belongs and that's where it needs to 100%. stay. And I think that'll build yeah. the importance of it. And Matt will not want to burn it anymore. But um, but yeah, I, I just get nervous because these wonderful women, we know what they did, what they did to Ember Moon. She doesn't fit into Vince's idea of, and Matt and I talk about it on our show, so I'm, I'm not shy to say it here. Uh, blonde, large-chested, stereotypical, uh, you know, beauty, beach babe or whatever you want to call it. Um, and look what happened to, to my poor Ember. She she was injured, and then they just kind of forgot about her. And thank God she's 
back in action doing what she does because we know how awesome that Ember Moon is. And she's Absolutely. getting that chance again. Thank God. Absolutely. Ember, I mean, Ember Moon is a G. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, her, her, her finisher is unreal how good and that I love her with Shotzi. Let me tell you, that pairing is perfection. Shotzi's Shotzi is the epitome of entertainment, ladies she and gentlemen. Really you need to watch some Shotzi Black Card in NXT. Mm-hmm. Her rolling down in a little mini <laughs> tank is actually quite hysterical. Yeah. Um, and she's very talented in the ring. And she's just got, she oozes charisma. She and, yeah. Shotzi Black Card is the epitome of charisma. Um, you know, it's interesting that you say all of that because I know that sometimes, you know, ladies and men also obviously can get hurt and then sometimes their pushes get derailed. I mean, you look at somebody, you have to be, according to Vince, and I'm not saying this verbatim, <laughs> excuse mm-hmm. me, but like just, you know, just from what we've seen over the last couple of years, you have to be super duper talented and then have somebody in the back absolutely say, yo, knock it off. That person needs to be pushed to the absolute moon, even though it didn't work out the first time in order for them to go ahead and become what they become. Look at Asuka. Asuka, I've said this before, I will say it again until the day I die and until I'm proven wrong. If you look at the top five greatest ever NXT performers, I know God, I, mean, I know Johnny Gargano exists. I know Tommaso Ciampa exists. I know that Finn Balor exists and Adam Cole and Seth Rollins for me and a lot of these guys exist. The number one best NXT thing to have ever happened to that company and the number one NXT superstar of all time is beyond a shadow of a doubt, Asuka. And even then, it took everything back there to say, yo, Asuka needs to really be pushed forward in order to go ahead and show how great she is. They had her lose to Charlotte. By the way, Charlotte, whom I love, by the way, the person who I have gone on record saying to me is the greatest female superstar in WWE history. And even though y'all had her lose in the round of 32, don't even get me started on that, Matt and Jenny. <laughs> wasn't me. What <laughs> was know. you guys? I voted. The fans. I voted. I know. The, the fans messed up. Y'all messed up. Y'all had her got, y'all had her get eliminated way too quickly. You're not dog fans. They got eliminated up. way too quickly. <laughs> We got to come back for a Charlotte only episode because that would be. I am happy to do that, my friend. Ratings, I, man. Let's 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 book that for May, baby. <laughs> but uh, that being said, it took everything in their in in everyone's power to have Vince look at Oscar and say, "Yo, Vince, you got something." And thankfully, in 2020, it. and actually in parts of 2019 as well, mm-hmm. you know, clearly they saw something and. Clearly, she's still the Raw Women's Champion, even though they have nothing for her right now. Nothing. And not to mention, somebody knocked her tooth out. I don't know who it was, but they pissed me off. If it was Lacey, <laughs> I'm willing to go ahead and give her a pass because shout out to her. She's prego again. And, you know, mm-hmm. she might have been a hormone in that kick. But damn it, <laughs> it that Asuka's an international treasure. You don't kick her teeth out on live television. No. That doesn't sit well. With also, me. it wasn't the worst finisher in history of wrestling that did it. Maybe which one is the, that? Oh, the the um the woman's right, the ah, loser's right. Yeah. Geez, geez. You're not, <laughs> listen, Lacey, if you're listening to the show, and shout out to you. You know, we got love for you, but you're not the big show. Okay, stop with the women's right. That's you know, and if you're gonna do it, you know, do it right, please. We've talked about Oscar. We've talked about Io. We've talked about Carmela and Sasha. 
there is a massive, massive SmackDown oh. women's title match coming up. Well, let me let me say, you mentioned oh. Gargano and Champa though. What's Gargano without Champa, and what's Champa without Gargano? Okay, Nothing. fair. Oscar no. did it on her own. Yes, a hundred percent. Oscar, yeah, Oscar never lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Asuka exactly. Never lost yeah. in NXT. That's the first thing. So part of the off. part of the appeal for those those guys is they what they did other. with each other. Yes, you know it's what's like what has Champa done by himself? Nothing. I mean, all the best stuff was with with Johnny. So. Matt speaking facts. Gargano's though. doing some good stuff now. Well, what? Oh, Gargano's Gargano as a heel is, some good stuff is right great. Now. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Him and Bailey, like, great. Transition. You know, they 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 took time to to build into their heel role, but they are both yeah. great heels. No, you're yes. right. Yes. No, yeah. I'll give you that. Gargano has definitely gotten better um, over the last few months in his heel character. For whatever reason, this second time around, he's definitely gotten the wheels rolling much, much better. He's gained traction with it. But I will tell you, as much as Johnny Gargano has gotten better, I don't think it touches what Ciampa did as the, as the Sicilian psychopath. Um, and so it... But you no, Champ is the better heel by far. Champ is I mean, the better if if performer as a whole. I think the better wrestler ooh. is Johnny Gargano by by a but, bit. Our our performer, yes. If we're, if we're if we're taking all of those attributes into one, yeah. yes, Champa. But you're right. If you're, if you're Gar- in ring, I mean Johnny Johnny wrestling man. Johnny yeah. wrestling all day. Johnny takeover, and he's Johnny yeah. takeover for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you're absolutely right, and you're and you're not wrong when you say Champa had Gargano and Gargano had Champa. Asuka had it the division yeah and not the division that it is today not the division that is in on raw and smackdown this was during a time when becky left charlotte left sasha left bailey left thankfully oscar didn't get hurt because she was in the ring with nia Jax, even though it could have been very well possible (laughs) but whatever that's fine Uh, you're right (laughs) so oscar oscar's been tremendous oscar continues to be tremendous Oh, we lost her, but she, I know she'll pop back. All in. right, yeah. Um, the good thing about Asuka is she's so great. She makes anything around her work. But the problem is we have to consistently try and find something to give to Asuka because Raw, Raw's writers can't give it to her. Why? Got nothing. They got nothing. Yep. It's just... It, it, and they won't give her Shayna for some reason. Yeah, why? That's your match. That's the match we want. We that's want... the money match. Yes. That is, we, I feel like we've gotten, we've gotten teasers. We've gotten teasers for yeah, it. We got it in the chamber. We got it in the chamber. Yeah. But listen, listen I, I went on record saying that Shayna Baszler to me should have won the Royal Rumble this year because, first of all, yeah. you okay, 100%. For, last year, uh, our first interactions together, I don't know if you remember this. Um, I picked Rhonda because I thought Rhonda was going to come back at the Rumble. I was wrong big time. You guys picked Shane. So we also, I have my Rhonda shirt on today. Yeah, I see that. I, I saw, Trust me, I'm going to call you out on it tonight. I'm glad you finally brought it up. Thank you very much for that. You guys picked Shayna. We were both wrong. Charlotte got the, got the victory. Um, she had a great match with, with Rhea at WrestleMania. Like that's, that's not to be discussed. That, that was just a banger of a match. Wrong outcome, but good wrong match, outcome, yes. but banger of a match. Um, Unless you agree. Yeah. Yes. No, <laughs> Rhea should have listened, dude, you don't put Rhea in that position and have her tap out to the figure eight. Just yeah. silly. Um, but Shayna probably should have won this year. And even though I'm cool with Bianca winning, I would have been cool with either Bianca or Rhea winning the rumble this year. Like, 
Personally, I would have gone Rhea, but Bianca, shout out to Bianca, she's killing it. But oh. Shayna totally could have won the Rumble this year, and you totally could have had Oscar versus Shayna at Mania. And then, even then, I would have told you, I don't know who, I don't care who wins at that point, although I, I, it probably should have been Shayna. But at the same time, if Oscar beat Shayna, I'm cool with that too. Of course. How do yeah. you miss that opportunity? Now, granted, we've got 35 days left towards yeah. WrestleMania. Could we get that? Could we with see the week, with with the week to week booking? Absolutely. Because what has yeah. Oscar has Oscar even been on Raw? Not since he got her tooth knocked out. No. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we don't and, know. And, yeah. And now here's the thing. And tell me what how you guys feel about this. Reports were saying we were supposed to get Lacey versus Oscar at WrestleMania again. I have no quarrel against Lacey Evans, but WrestleMania is supposed to be the big money matches. Sasha and Bianca is becoming a big money match. I know you guys have been on the Sasha Bianca train for a while. We're going to get to that. That's going to be a very important topic that we're going to get to in a second. But to me, if you ask me, who do you give to Asuka at WrestleMania? I think there's only two options, man. The only two options were either Shayna or Charlotte. And then if she's going to definitely, if she's going to have the Charlotte match, Asuka needs to go over. It's not about a want. It's the needing. She already, you already fed her to at 34, 37 can't be a repeat. So why is it that we're just struggling to see these two people who one of them is the Raw Women's Champion, but that she gets treated like a jobber, and then the other one, you pair up with somebody you don't want to see her paired up with? Why can't they figure it out? What do you think is the problem, Jenny? It's, it's, it's the writing. I think there's no creative. There's no writing. They, they don't know how to book these women. I don't know why it's, it's, it's there. It writes itself. You see the sparks fly with Asuka and Shayna. That's what we want. And I'm sure, you know, thinking of of WrestleMania, I'm sure Charlotte, you know, wants to get on it because she's got to have her, her title matches, have a triple threat match. I'm not a big fan of triple threat matches, but just, there you go. There's your WrestleMania match. Have have the three of them start something now build towards it with what time we have left and then knock it out. A triple I'm with you on the triple threat, but I think that the way that the, the vignette time they've been giving Rhea, I think it's Rhea, Oscar and Charlotte. Yeah. But where is she? Be okay with that. They put, where, where, she should be on TV by now building that storyline. If, if waiting until fast lane is way, yeah. too, it's way too little time. I agree. But if, if Rhea wins the title by pinning, the only if that if that triple threat happens, the only outcome should be Rhea winning the title. That's it. That's it. I agree. If you, and if you have Shayna in your title scenario, that's the only outcome. Shayna wins the title because what Oscar's had the title for a year, almost a year. What yeah, there we, was like a hit. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah, she dropped it to uh, Sasha for a small like period three of weeks. time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but. A title she never won, by the way, until she beat Sasha. She was given the title. That's um, right. If I can plug my own episode, when I Please. book Evolution 2, I, I I think it was that episode, or maybe it was one of our other episodes, Jenny, where I, I gave an alternate booking to how yeah. Asuka should have gotten the title. Um, but, yeah, that... She should drop the title at Mania, but it shouldn't be a one-on-one match with Charlotte. She, Charlotte should not walk out of WrestleMania with a title. Mm-mm, it should be either Rhea or Shayna. Those are your only two options. 
however you want to book it. That's it. That's it. You know, it's mind boggling to know that Charlotte, as big as she is, and she's put over a lot of people. I think we uh-huh. forget about that. I think that's get lost. Who is she put over? Shuffle. I mean, she put over Carmella. She did. Um, she did in 2018. I mean, it's not. Yeah, but she won the. She won the few. She won put over Shayna in the Rumble. When Shayna should have won that Rumble, she would not she put did. over an NXT talent in that Rumble. That's a good point. That's yeah. good point. But she's put over Becky. She's put over Sasha. She's put over Bailey. She put Again. over her friends. Fantastic. Yeah, it's fair. That that's fair. Yeah. My yeah. Now, what I was going to say is sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. All right. No, yeah. no, it's okay. No, she earns it. She she's earned it. She's earned that critique, and I'm and I'm happy that somebody else can give it to her, and I can go ahead and defend her. But at the same time, she's earned it. Um, <laughs> but I think that you need to use her star power for the right reasons. Her name power, yes. Her name power. Her absolute yes. name power. Like Charlotte yeah. has, Charlotte has gotten big enough that we need to stop associating her with her dad. She is a, she is a marquee. She is, she's a marquee and she's earned it, Mm -hmm. but you also have have to to still put her on TV with her dad though. Uh, Yeah. Yes. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. You don't need, you don't need to have Charlotte with uh, Ricky boy. The last time she was two weeks ago, she was on TV with her dad. First time time he's been on TV in a while. He's been on TV every week. Yeah, but for but not for all this time that Charlotte's won her twenty five titles or however many she has. All right. Well, the title thing is a different story, though. They're she trying to build her. Title. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't know because they're trying to like f- like falsify be, her resume she can, so she can get to her dad's number. She can be in contention where she's involved in a storyline. I don't mind. She should be but at the, the girl, top of the card. Yes. Yeah. But she doesn't the girl always does need not a title. Need, she needs to help push over new. Flipping talent. Yes. She's gotten yes. big enough over the last five years that she yeah. should be that she should be accompanying people onto the plateau, not being like oh, she should be up, eating pins from time. people that are younger than her. Yeah. Which she hasn't yes. done. Yes. Beating Charlotte needs to matter, but you have to beat Charlotte in order for something Correct. to matter. I will a hundred percent agree with you. Yes. yes. I, I, I'm glad that if we're on the same level that, as far as her name value and 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 mm-hmm. she doesn't move the needle, but her name value means something. We all agree on that. Mm-hmm. But at this point, you're 35 years old or 34 years old, whatever she is, and there are younger mm-hmm. talent coming up that are hyped. Eat a pin, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> like the whole thing with yeah. EO and Rhea and her at in your house, she should have been pinned there. But you had EO pinning Rhea, and Rhea hasn't been the same since. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Rhea's, Rhea's best performance, besides the last woman standing match with Raquel, again, Raquel, Raquel is for yes. WWE Women's Tag Team Champion along with Dakota Kai. Fourth time on this podcast. Yes. I'll say it a fifth, a sixth, and seventh. I'll say it. Too. Yes. Well, they great. should be champs. Yes. 100%. Um, which, by the way, okay, before, I want to make sure I don't lose my train of thought. So I'm going to go ahead and finish this sentence first. Okay. My point is, Rhea has not been the same. She had a great performance along with Bianca and Bianca won the rumble. And now we're waiting for Rhea to show up on the main roster and she needs to go ahead and be pushed to the absolute moon and not look back. And she needs to be made a main eventer in the women's division. First of all, secondly, 
sorry, family stuff happening in the background. That's That's okay. um, yeah. So she is so great. And now I lost my train of thought. My point is Rhea's Rhea rocks. She needs to be amazing and they need to push her to the moon and use Charlotte for what we've been saying for the last five minutes, use her as a stepping stone and not, not saying that she needs to be the, the gate, the gatekeeper, like, you know, like homeboy Dolph Ziggler. No, Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> no, Dolph Ziggler's, Ziggler's not Charlotte, right? But he's a Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the nicest way possible, but you know, yes. Ziggy Pop is my guy. Great yes. hair, great hair though. What a fantastic head of hair. Shout out to him. <laughs> yeah, Shawn Michaels. Hair, his, yeah. Hey, listen, he is the second best seller of all time. Okay. I was, I'll, I've said it before. I've say I will say it again. Dolph Ziggler is the second best seller of all oh, time. Only behind Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. hundred percent. Yeah, Ricochet, Ricochet can sell. He dude, he's a good seller too, man. You want to talk Maybe about a little it? over the top, but yeah. <laughs> listen, I love me some Ricochet. I'll, I, listen, yeah. Ricochet is, in freaking credible he has you want to talk about somebody who's not been insane ricochet has not been the same since wrestlemania no. 35 no oh, yeah this is what i'm it's saying you know and it's, it's the men too they go up to the main roster and these poor souls uh, every time uh, Rhea, i'm so scared i just oh, i just I, 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 I am petrified. I get really nervous i am petrified of eo coming when up keith lee went up i said they're gonna f up my boy they're gonna mess up my keith lee and where the hell has he been? Where I, has he been? Driving besides into, getting engaged to Mia Yim, shout out to them, yeah. of course. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely nowhere. I I had the idea, like, just briefly in my head, like, what if we had a replay of, like, the Radicals when they came to WWE, and we had, like, we had Ricochet, Andrade, Aleister Black, and just name a fourth guy, show up at AEW, like, in the crowd. Like, as a second coming of, like, Benoit, Malenko, Guerrero, like, I, I thought that would be fantastic. But obviously, with the way the contracts are structured now, it would never happen. I mean, but that would... Oh, I know. It was like, I was like, uh, oh, I'm drifting into the other lane. I can't do that. <laughs> that that's, that's, that's pretty... Okay, hold on. You said my boy Andrade. You said yeah. Ricochet. Alistair Black. Alistair Black. And then and just pick a fourth a guy. Yeah, I mean... Angel Garza? Gar, well, no, 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 because he's still on TV. Yeah. So he's he's not on that same level. I like Angel Garza, but it's got to be somebody who is like a big heavy hitter in NXT, and that he came up to the main roster. I don't know. I don't want to see. I don't want to say Sammy or KO because they're that they because they've done big enough things. No, they're still they're still on TV every week though. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, by the end of this just, pod, I'll go ahead and come up with a fourth name. Come up with the fourth guy. Yeah, I will. And if they showed up in the front row on Dynamite in Jacksonville, I'd mark out too. But I'd what I'm saying is like, I'm a, I'm a big like Cesaro or some shit. Like, like yeah. not Cesaro because he's still on TV every week. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that caliber talent showing you know up what? as like an, was... an invasion angle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would mark Hard. Oh, oh my god yeah now okay let me let me bring this up now because before we forget and i will bring up that i'll think about that fourth person but we've got a huge potential women's match well not potential it's been made official i should say potential women's main event been at wrestlemania 37 bro yeah it's definitely been official um we do have sasha versus bianca coming up at wrestlemania um 
a couple weeks ago, again, shout out to Gerard because he's doing great content over with Through the Table on iStrong Style. And, you know, uh-huh. Gerard, if you're listening to this, love to have you back, buddy. You and Crispy. Um, but he put up that, and the way that it was worded, Sasha and Bianca is going to be a main event match at WrestleMania. Um, I'm not going to say we got into it, but I think Matt and I had an animated Instagram discussion about- My Matt? Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, yes. It was definitely your match. Shout out to the whiskey yeah. obsessor who's here with me in the flesh. We talked about. No, half the things shocked. that crispy posts get me riled up, man. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they, I was shocked to think of the fact that this was actually going to be a main event match. And when I think main event match, I think last match of the night. That's Do the main see, event. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you actually yeah. see Sasha and Bianca being? A main event for Saturday or Sunday night at Mania. One hundred percent. Really? Okay. No yes. doubt. No now, doubt. Why? Because here's the thing, and I no did not to discredit Bianca, mm-hmm. not to discredit Sasha. If anything, I give more credit to Sasha because of she's been where she is longer than Bianca has been. Because Bianca's really just got really gotten here. Although she's she's been great, she's been doing wonderful, and she's going to continue to do wonderful. Her and her husband are incredibly talented. Um, shout out to Montez Ford, even though he blocked the double turn on Instagram. Whoa. What? Yeah. what? How did that know. happen? I really? Think not, yeah, I think, I think he got mad at us for saying some stuff about them in private party back in February. I mean, I know for a fact we're blocked because Dang. I'm not blocked on my regular account. So Montez Ford, <laughs> what the heck? That is my dream crossover match. That private, private party, party and, 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 and street profits. profits. Yes. Yeah, I know. That, that if there was ever time. an AEW like <laughs> collision with match. WWE, that's the match. Yeah, that's yes. the match. You can give so, me everything else, but that's the match I want to see. Fair play. Fair yeah. play. So yeah. now, Sasha and Bianca. I mean, there's a reason to me why I'm gonna. Use, I have to use this as the comparison because it's the only ever women's main event of all time in WrestleMania history, which was obviously mm-hmm. Becky, Ronda, Charlotte. This feud ain't that, especially the Becky Ronda thing. You just added Charlotte because you wanted to add Charlotte, but we all know that it should have been Becky and Ronda. How to you guys does this compare? I'll start with you, Matt. Oh, okay. Um, well, two nights helps this immensely uh, because I think if we were on one night, ain't nobody taking Roman's spot at this point. No, not at all. Nor, nor, should, care, the nor should they. Nor Agreed. should they. Agreed. Roman is the best thing on TV. I don't care what show you watch, wrestling or not, Roman is the best thing on TV. I never thought I would say that, but here we are right. saying Roman Reigns is the best thing on TV. Period. That's what, what happens when you have, uh, when you get cancer, you come back. Then you leave for COVID and then you come back and you become an even bigger badass than you ever were. Yes. This is what happens when you actually listen to Paul Heyman. This is what happens. That's a fantastic um, point. Yes. Uh, when Paul Heyman actually, when you actually listen to Paul Heyman over Bruce Pritchard, this is what happens. So that's another discussion for another day. Uh, maybe with our Charlotte. I'm definitely giving but, Matthew a clapping yes. and standing ovation right now. Um, <laughs> but you have to look at it like this. So obviously two nights, you need two main events, right? If you're going to, if you're going to break this up. So it comes down to 
Roman's one night, probably night two. What are you going to put on the first night? The first night, the easy choice would be the WWE Championship. I think that they have gotten into a point where they are so desperately waiting for what Brock is going to do. And Brock's not giving them an answer. So they have no idea what to do with that title. And in the meantime, they have ruined their champion. They have ruined Drew to a point. Drew, I love Drew, man. I love Drew. I've loved Drew since NXT days. Okay. I won't say I love Drew when he was, you know, 3MB and all that stuff, but. No, but like definitely NXT made, Drew. Yeah. yeah, what culture pro wrestling drew into impact wrestling drew into now yes. Drew has been an incredible transformation. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. And I, I think that w- with what he has been given, he has been a good champion. I mean, the guy didn't want to win the title in a gymnasium. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you have to look at your other options. And Sasha next to Roman is your most marketable option right now. I mean, she is going to be Hollywood in two years time. Probably she's Hollywood kind of right now. She's got the Disney paycheck in her back pocket right now. Shout out to her. That's a big deal, man. I mean, I mean, you know, rock, it took a while for the rock to to do this. Took a while for John Cena to do this. Sasha right out of the gate has that Disney paycheck in her back pocket. That's a big deal. Big deal. She took Batista steps, bro. She Yes. Great parallel. Great parallel. So I think you have to. I'm just thinking I'm, I'm thinking from a Vince perspective here, as far mm-hmm. as money goes, that is your other. That is your best option as far as mainstream getting other eyes to this match and to, you know, night one. You got to put Sasha and Bianca as the main event. Okay, so let me rephrase this question, and I'd like Jenny to go ahead and jump in on this. Last year, I would have told you if you would have asked me. Now, granted, now that we know the outcome and the way that that match got laid out, I'm kind of glad that they didn't go this route. But if you would have asked me what should have probably main evented night one if you weren't going to have the Boneyard match. And by the way, we had no idea how great the Boneyard match between AJ Styles and The Undertaker was going to be. So that's, that is in and of itself. However, from a booking route i would have told you becky versus Shayna should have main evented night one at wrestlemania last year because of the way that that was going because of the way that they were booking Shayna, because of who becky was at that point becky was near untouchable i don't see sasha and bianca on that same level as Shayna and becky do you view it there jenny and if so what is the parallels that would make you say why you think that that's bigger Um, that's a really, really great, great question. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, I would have to compare the marketability between Sasha and, and, um, and Becky. I feel like for me personally, I, I, I like Sasha Banks better than Becky. That's just my opinion. I think that Becky had more popularity. I think she was really popular before she came the man and then just becoming a man just took her to a whole nother Interesting. level. Interesting. Okay. Um, but 
I think that this is right for main eventing and not just because I love Sasha, but because I personally love Bianca and my brain is going to be twisted into a pretzel because I, I, I think the right outcome would be for Sasha to pass the torch, pass, pass the torch to, to Bianca. But this is main event to me is a match that gets you excited. It's the reason why you sit down and you watch this program or try to watch the program so you can see your two favorite people. It's the reason, like, I don't want to miss it or make sure you record this piece. I got to see what's going on with Bianca. I got to see what's going on with Sasha. They're the reason why I turn on the TV and just to see these two huge talents merge together just gets my juices going. And I'm like, I, I can't wait. So for me, it's that anticipation. It's um, that it gets you feeling excited, kind of like, like, like a kid again, like that kid like joy when you're watching your, your favorite characters um, go one on one against each other. So that's how I, it is for, for me. That's fair. I think that's a very fair assessment. I, I, I did. You, 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 you perked my interest when you said that you felt that Becky has always been a little bit popular. Now, I could be, the way I viewed it is, especially when there were the four horsewomen in, of NXT, I always felt that it was Becky that was the lower end of the totem pole in regards to popularity. I felt that it was Sasha way at the mm-hmm. top. Bailey was right under her and then Charlotte was right under that only because they hated the fact that she was Rick's mm-hmm. daughter. And then Later, did we find out? Oh man, wait! Charlotte's actually really freaking good at her job. And then well, I think she was the, she was the like, least example, interesting of the four. I think. I mean, considering yes. gimmick and pedigree, I feel like and she, all that she other stuff. popped like yeah. crazy every time she went out. You see the steam, the steam, steam yeah, pump. I, I wish it would have been. Yeah, no. Nah, the, the the last kicker, Becky. I, I understand that. Um, I wish they would have popped like crazy. Um, like one match that I always talk about, and I think I've told you guys this match on a multitude of occasions is, you know, Becky versus Sasha at uh, NXT revolution yeah. is mm-hmm. a match that I hold very, very near, dear to my heart because and, again, the one thing that always comes up is Sasha is pregnant. No, she's not. <laughs> so <laughs> random, right? Why? Much. Why? <laughs> it's such a stupid chant, but that match is such a banger. But the thing was that even though Sasha was the heel beyond a shadow of a doubt she was by far the most over person in that match and becky never got the love so but obviously becky something she did something right and all of a sudden it just clicked Mm -hmm. and obviously we are where we are to get today and sasha's popularity really never wavered at that point and whatnot but so but you think it's the bianca thing that is really putting this over the top interesting and I can see it. I'm starting to see it more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to see it a little bit last year, not necessarily in the Rhea rivalry. I thought that in the Rhea rivalry, it's, it was definitely more Rhea doing her thing. And Bianca was kind of along for the ride. And now that she's come up to the main roster, I feel like she's – Matt and Jenny, do you ever feel like some people, even though like, – we always see some people are more suited for NXT than they are for the main roster. But there are sometimes people that are more fitted for the main roster than are, that are for than they are for NXT. And I guess can I go ahead and put Bianca Belair in that same boat as Alexa Bliss? Because Is that comparison fair, that they as actually as were what? better suited? That they're better suited for how the main roster works for them as a character than – 
NXT does per se. Oh yeah, because I mean, what did Alexa do, and what does she do in NXT? Absolutely nothing. nothing exactly. Apparently, I with Blake and Murphy. Exactly, and, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, so maybe, I I would agree with that. I, I don't think that the the talent should ever be compared between the two. It's like apples and oranges. But I mm-hmm. I agree that as far as their characters, they just have these larger than life personas that deserve to be on that main screen when used properly. When used properly, absolutely. Um, I think I think that main event match has potential. I, I do, especially with Sasha. Um, I don't want to ruin my pick. Maybe I'll change my mind in the next four weeks. I, I hear you on the fact that you think Bank, Bianca should should go over on Sasha. Sasha's never had that WrestleMania moment though, yo. Like if you were ever going to give Sasha a main event, uh, a WrestleMania moment, have her go over on Bianca and then give Bianca a shot like in a couple more months. I'm not saying Bianca's not ready. On the contrary, I think she is. It's just, it's Sasha's time right now, you know? Yeah. You know, but... To, to that point, though, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I think that she has been there long enough and she has a pedigree long enough. And I think that with the whole Hollywood thing, like I hate to go back to the money, but I think that's what it's about. I think she can afford to drop that belt to Bianca and they yeah. can have a moment. I hate to say this, man, but they can have a Benoit Guerrero moment in the ring at the end of that night one. And I think you you can have Bianca do her thing with the title throughout the summer. Yeah. And maybe Sasha's got other stuff lined up. Maybe she goes away for a little while. She comes back and we have this whole thing rekindled. Maybe they reverse roles. Maybe we get a double turn. Maybe we get, you know, to plug your show. Great word usage, yeah. my friend. So maybe, maybe we get because I, I still think wow. that, and there are other people that think this too. I think that at some point, because we have a women's title, uh, tag team title match at Fastlane. Yeah. With for some reason they're getting a. Title Why the match hell are we against, getting the rematch? I have no idea, but I think that for a match I never asked for. It, it's an opportunity for <laughs> Sasha to turn full heel on Bianca, so we get a full babyface heel dynamic at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and I think maybe when we we we're going to revisit this at some point we can have the flip i think bianca as good as she is a baby face i think she would make an equally great heel i think that's what that's what's great about both of these characters i think they're interchangeable Mm -hmm. um as far as heel baby face goes i prefer i prefer a heel sasha though over a baby face sasha any day that's true, but uh, you prefer a baby face Bianca, but I think a heel Bianca would be just as good, though. I think there's strength in both sides. I, yeah, I absolutely. Agree with you 100%. So I think, I think we're going to re- revisit this again at some point. Yeah. And um, it, it it's just, I just, I don't, I don't trust them to do the right thing. <laughs> I hear you. That's all Here, I'm saying. Yeah. Here's yeah. my, here's my quote unquote beef that hasn't even really been seasoned yet. Um, if that's even a, a, I like that. Word. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I try. Sometimes I have like whimsical moments. Well, yes. <laughs> I might so, steal that. I'm just saying. Please, you are more than welcome to. Just go ahead and give me some credit <laughs> for it, baby. Um, of course. But I, yeah. here's the thing. And you guys probably know this as well as I do. Sasha Banks has never won at WrestleMania. That is actually a record. To me in my head. Not a record of like she's the only person not to do it, but she didn't win at 32. 
Bailey when, won that fatal four-way eliminator at 33. I can't even remember what match Sasha was in at 34. Was she in that battle royal? I think she was. 34 was yeah. in New Orleans, right? In New Orleans, yeah. 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 Who won that battle royal? And I can't even remember. Is that Carmella? No. No, that was 35. 35, 35. they lost the tag titles to, to the Iconics in a fatal four-way. That's right, yes. And then last year... Terrible. Yeah, and then last year... The last <laughs> Me and Matt both shaking our heads. Yeah, and what was crazy about last year... We episode was she about was, that. Yeah, and then last year, she wasn't even the last person eliminated in that final five-way against... It was... It was Lacey Evans who makes another appearance on this pod for the fourth time tonight. So just to me, Sasha Banks has been one of the biggest female entities of the last 10 years. And you're meaning to tell me she's never won at WrestleMania? Like that blows my mind. Well, 32, I think. 32 was the wrong introducing he, did we say that yeah. last time we were on okay no i don't well I, I i don't really remember but i you know thinking back now i think it was the right it ele- with, the way that with, charlotte elevated the title, title. yeah yeah you, you had to put it on charlotte unfortunately but um yeah i think all three of them were the stars of that match fair yeah. assessment yeah yeah i think they were they all came out looking like a million bucks yes becky came out looking much better than she what she came in sasha showed us how great we know we knew she was going to be charlotte what started to show you hey i'm better than just being rick flair's daughter yes the three of them came out much better out of that match although rick flair helped her win that match he did yeah. They needed to use Rick <laughs> to show her she doesn't need yes. Rick. Yes, Rick's a big deal, man. Rick's a big deal. I mean, he's a d- dude. I mean, he's one of the ghosts. Like, we get it. I, I get it. No, you're absolutely right. You can't not. If you Lacey have Rick is Flair, having his baby, baby as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> that baby's going to come out going, woo. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very good. Thank you. That was a good one. Um, okay, so, so on, okay. on me and Matt's on me and Matt's like first show that we recorded, I wooed so loud, and when we played it back, it was like I feel like did, 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 it, did, did it scare the dog, babe? Yeah, like the dog jumped gosh, up and ran away. I was like, all right, I can't. I, can't I couldn't. I couldn't I edit it enough to get it down to a volume that would work. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'd rather have somebody woo and scare the crap out of the dog than having somebody on a podcast drop. See you next Tuesday. Ooh. And then get in trouble for like five weeks. That oh, was me. Tell me that happened. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, it was definitely me. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. because I was defending Stephanie McMahon because freaking stupid Scott Steiner made a comment. And then I actually <laughs> so regur- regurgitated the actual word. Ross had a fit. <laughs> it was, oh, oh what a time to be alive. I would have sworn it was those through the table boys, man. No, no. Could have heard that guy run. on Metal Rock and Whiskey, man, talking about Slipknot. Wow, <laughs> dude! No, wow. Yeah, no. Actually, you know what? The first time we ever had Gerard, um, hysterical. He he was on our Survivor Series 2018 episode. Um, had a grand old time, which or excuse me, 2019. We had a grand old time, but we forgot to tell him, "Hey, yo, G, take it easy on the cursing." Drop like five <laughs> curse words in the first five minutes. I was like, "This See, is we had, great." Yeah. See, we <laughs> had the Rice Krispie on our show. Yeah. Um, so I don't who runs that page, by the way. Who runs Gerard, Gerard runs the IG accounts, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, oh, okay. 
That yeah. makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, you know, Christian is a lot more. They're both uh, terrific. Subdued, things. though. For sure. Yeah. yeah. He's much more of the mellow of the two. Shout out to. Yeah. Again, shout, shout out, out to dude, the table. Seriously. Those are our boys, man. We love you guys. You guys <laughs> you know, those, to this episode. I'm telling you, whether it's Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. Those guys keep me up all night with oh. all the stuff that they post. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is supposed to be state of the women's, but I will say this about through the table, and this is this is God honest truth. We had crispy and Gerard, we've had crispy and Gerard a, a total of I think twice, and we've collaborated like four times. Yeah, we've collaborated four times. Gerard came on with us for Survivor Series. We came, I came on for Mania last year from night one. They came on for a tag team episode last year. And then me and Ross were on there to review AEW's uh, Double or Nothing last year. And as we were recording Mania Night One's review, it was Monday night. I'm seeing Gerard record the podcast with me and Crispy, and he's taking his pictures <laughs> of Monday Night Raw For live Instagram. on the show yeah. and posting. I'm like, how are you concentrating? Right now? What is there this? Is and no one. Like, there is no one that posts more on Instagram than, than he those does. Guys. A hundred percent. Yes. hundred percent. Their work ethic is unreal. I mean, in my, for, for a Monday night raw, which, you know, Jenny and I will catch maybe Tuesday, maybe, yeah, maybe a hundred posts about Monday night raw. And I have to avoid Instagram altogether because that's spoiler after spoiler. Spoiler spoiler. below. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gerard is great, but if you don't want spoilers, do not follow through the table. <laughs> I, I'm, put, I'm putting this out now. I would love to do a try round table with let's with the three of us, three podcasts. Hundred percent. That'd be yes. a dream. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. No, through seriously. The table, wrestling with respect. TDT. Let's do something for let's. Maybe mania. Maybe mania is not mania. Not, let's do it. I think mania. I think a mania preview show wow. would be sensational. Is that too? Yes. That's not too far. I agree. Cause like, I know crispy. He's been on metal rock whiskey. Crispy's but, the man. You know, Gerard, Another if you're telling me Gerard is the, is the brains behind the operation. I want to meet this guy. Oh yeah. No, we disagree on a lot of stuff. We're making it happen. Yep. Okay, good. We're, okay, that, after that, uh, tomorrow we're reaching out to <laughs> tomorrow. To we're making it happen. I'm leaving it in your hands because you you have a better we'll rapport. Sitter. We'll have yeah. someone watch the kids. They, yes, so we can get in on that. Well, Mania, we usually go away for Mania because we want to watch do. it. Yeah, we usually get like a hotel. And, like that's all I'll say. No other personal. <laughs> yeah, happen. Watch the pay per view. Yes. Go right to bed, sleep. And get, you That's guys it. get two. Yes. You guys rent a room with two. Double we go to bed at one thirty when the pay per view is over. One thirty <laughs> in the morning. There's no whiskey or rum <laughs> after an eight hour show. Right. <laughs> Wait, whiskey obsessor and rumber woman. We just drink bottled water the whole yeah. time. Clearly drink, drink hard <laughs> seltzers. There you go. You put ice in it, and obviously <laughs> it waters it down even more. So it's fantastic. Yeah. Guys, Sorry. I just All no right. no, it's okay. It actually I love this conversation and I yeah, it's been fantastic. It's been one hell of an episode and it's exactly it's gone exactly how I knew it was going to go, and I'm very happy with that. Um Can I say something about Bianca? Please, are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, she's my girl. 
Yeah, we gave way too much love so, to Crispy and to Gerard. Yes, please. <laughs> I agree with you. We need to rename this episode uh, Crispy and Gerard. <laughs> Crispy and Gerard get too much love from TDT and WWY. <laughs> yeah. So think about if Bianca, let's say Sasha gets Bianca over, she wins, she passes the torch. Think of all of the new feuds that can cultivate from that. I just think of, and I'm sure there'll be a, you know, a shakeup right around the corner too. So, you know, just thinking about who's in the mix, you know, what if we get a, um, you know, feel the glow, you know, versus the EST. I I mean, such, I mean, I feel like there's so much talent. The ring. That's an underrated talent in Naomi right there. Naomi's incredibly underrated. Hugely. Hugely. They, they, when was the last time she was on TV? In like an a role. She had a good rumble. She had a good show. Yeah, she, she had a very good her, her and her and Bianca had a had a lot of fun moments together. Right now she mm. is with she's teaming with Lana. If I'm not mistaken, they're the number one contenders to the WWE women's tag team tag championships, which I don't know why. I want to see I don't her. know why either. How how, how the hell her. how the hell do you have Naomi and freaking Lana? Are you kidding me? If they Naomi's are not, wasting if all she, oh, this talent. Huge. If she's not behind the head of the table in that whole faction, I don't want to hear about her. That Naomi would be should be in that faction with them. Yes. As soon, listen, as soon as, as Jimmy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. As soon as Jim, Jimmy gets cleared, the head of the, the I don't know if they want to call it the bloodline again, because I think that the bloodline was a cool name that they were doing when Roman and AJ were feuding back in 16. I'd get behind that. Um, yeah. I think it'd be really dumb to call it the table. That'd be dumb. I, I don't I don't see that working. Oh, Plus, again, uh, it, gives, it gives Gerard and Crispy too much. Man. It's happening, though. <laughs> but yes, I, I like the bloodline. I, I like all the, the bloodline, I think, is the way to go. I think yeah. Jimmy getting yeah. cleared and then making that happen. And if you if you add Naomi, boy, howdy, would that be one? And add t- Tamina too. Give her, give her. No, that. God, no. I, I would rather no, no. I'd rather see Nia Jax in that position rather than Tamina, because then Nia Same. Jax would be wrestling. She'd just be kind of like muscle. <laughs> the, the muscle for Roman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, what was the line that knew that that Xavier Woods said about the Usos a few years ago, carrying your bags around for Roman? Wasn't that the line in their promo that they oh did for that gosh. rap battle? That's <laughs> true. Oh my gosh, Naya in the bloodline saved my life. Now, um, the Tamina. only thing that would make me to me, Tamina, I'd be cool with. Tamina, I'd be cool. With. Tamina is, does nothing enough that she her does. getting, and, and I mean this in a good way. Her not doing anything enough and putting her on TV as, you know, part of that family, that would actually be very cool for her. Mm-hmm. And I think that the motivation would be to, you know, one thing that we saw earlier last summer was her match with Bailey was better than anybody had given any, it had, it was better than any right. It had any right of being, I can't speak English. I'm sorry. Um, it was so much better than it had any right of being. And that was because, first of all, Tamina was healthy. Second of all, she actually had chemistry with somebody. And third of all, she was motivated. You know, she was actually motivated in the sense of like she was a baby face. She was that mom character that people could kind of get behind. Yeah, but fourth and, of all, why does she have a title shot? I <laughs> like, don't know. Fourth of all, that, 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 that means she shouldn't have yeah. had it. She didn't. 
But at least yeah. it was, it made me care about Tamino a smidge. And if you could go ahead and make me care about somebody a little bit, it's some kind of a win. So I think maybe putting her in the, in a group with Roman and Jay and, and mm-hmm. Jimmy and potentially Naomi. I'm all for that. If they, I, if they yeah. put her with them, fine. I, that could work. Okay. The most that interesting she's ever been. Okay. So yeah. I want to go ahead and end the interview here on a question for you. Besides Bianca and Sasha, Jenny, we'll start with you. Okay. What are you looking forward to in the next 10 months of WWE programming in the women's division? I'm looking wow. for, I'm looking forward to that one thing. And here's what I mean. That one thing that's going to bring them back. I need like a Ronda Rousey to come back. I know this is going to happen. And necessarily Ronda, maybe a test. You want the blockbuster moment. Okay. I need someone killed to, it for to, me. Yeah. to come back <laughs> into this division just to make it important again, to get to, to have people refocus so that, you know, more people could say, Hey, you know, give it more attention so that the writing gets better so that storylines make sense, but it needs that person to, to spark it and to awaken that in everybody. I think Rhonda, when Rhonda just exploded on the screen. She was with Kurt Angle. She was with Steph and they did that whole, I mean, that was awesome. It got people watching. It made it feel important. It made that WrestleMania 34 match was, was something special. Yep. It, the women's matches, it, it weren't, they weren't bathroom breaks, right? People actually wanted to, to see it. It made it important. I need that person to come back. I know it's going to happen. Who is it going to be? I don't know, but that that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking for the, the revitalization of of this of this division. There is so much talent that is not being used. It needs someone there that it can orbit around so that everything makes sense again. Oof, that's a good one, Jenny. I like that. Matt, where are you at, man? What are you looking forward more most to in the next 10 months? You know, what's gonna it, go ahead and get your blood? It's a pipe, it's a pipe dream, but I gotta go back. You mentioned Tessa for two seconds and that's got my blood boiling. So it Tessa. What yeah, Tessa, man. I mean, she's mm-hmm. a free agent right now. We we had I had the only solo episode I ever did was I booked Evolution 2. If I was gonna do an Evolution 2, I had Tessa coming out at the end with Paul Heyman attacking Charlotte um and setting up that feud for Mania, because that is that's a woman's mania main event the story writes itself man you have you can send all your writers home that story writes itself but i think tessa if you can look past all the bullshit and there's a lot of bullshit there sorry for cursing um i think there's enough there where uh, charlotte that that's her next thing i think and if you can bring Tessa in the fold and put her on the main roster in a power position, that's it. Just do it. Give the you woman know. a blank check. Let her write her own numbers. She give her AEW's her. He's 25. Give, give her, give her. I still think AEW is yeah. too far away from signing a talent like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
put her where she needs to be on a national stage, give her that exposure and people can see how good she is. And uh, the stories are there. And I think Charlotte versus Tessa at a mania main event one night, not two nights um, is going to be fantastic. That's what I want to see. I, you know what the crazy thing is about it? The longer I see Tessa be unsigned, the more credo it gives to the fact that she's probably going to go to WWE. And I'll tell you the reason why. She has been a free agent for God knows only like six or seven months at this point. Longer than that, maybe. AEW could have, dude, if anybody could have snatched up Tessa Blanchard, it would have been all elite wrestling. Her dad is in a prominent position right now, has been yeah. in a prominent position for the last two years. You got no one to work with, man. <laughs> True. But I mean, AEW is yeah. getting better. They're, 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 they're putting those, those bricks there in the foundation. Listen, if, AB, if AEW wants to go ahead and have people talk about their division and they want to stop complaining at the fact that they're holding their brackets on YouTube because nobody's going to watch it on TV, you would have signed mm-hmm. Tessa Blanchard seven months ago. But you didn't, and that's on Turner Network Television. And that's BS. And, I, and, I, yes. and that's utter BS. I agree with you. And I said on that episode that if you wanted to get some credence, as soon as eight, as soon as WWE released Deanna Peraza, you should have signed her and you should have signed Tessa. Because now you have the beginnings of a great women's division. You have Tessa, Deanna, you got uh, Hikaru Shida, you got Rio, you got. Um, I mean, listen, the other for all pieces the crap that there. she gets, Nyla Rose is still pretty strong. Nyla Rose, you got Britt Baker, you got Chris Statlander. You have mm-hmm. the beginnings of a division anchored by Tessa and Diana. They should have done that. That yeah. gives Brandy a lot of stuff to play around. Yes. Yeah. It gives her an insane amount of stuff to bring. And all of a sudden, so, you have the crossover with NWA. You have Thunder Rosa. You have Serena Deeb come in. What's Japan's promotion start? Stardom? Where Rio yeah, goes to everyone's yeah. yeah. So there's a that's my point is the longer this goes, it's gonna go ahead and give WWE even more of a why don't we sign her at this point? Because we talked about all these things that she can do in AEW. Can you imagine the things that she can do in WWE? You've got Charlotte, that's all we've talked about. But if Becky comes back after postmortem or postmortem, excuse me, postpartum, not postmortem, she's not dead. <laughs> not postmortem. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, let me be very clear. We love Becky Lynch. My point is yeah. postpartum. Um, you know, it's, it, maybe that gives Sasha a reason to go ahead and hold off Hollywood for a little longer. You've yeah. got Bailey. You have Oscar. You've got Io Shirai. You've got Rhea Ripley. You've got Shayna Baszler for all the crap we give her. Nia Jax is still a massive heel, not just because yeah. of her size. That being said... And I have to clearly state that because she can't wrestle to save her life sometimes. And then you've got other people, Raquel, Dakota, Tegan, Mm -hmm. when she comes back from her knee, Tony, Kaylee. We we talk about it and we get excited because it's there. Like it's, it's there and it's exciting. It just needs, it needs to be done the right way. Uh, the only yeah, the right and I and I think it's a matter of Vince has numbers in his head, and maybe Tessa's got numbers in the head, and maybe mm-hmm. that's the reason why Trips hasn't made an offer yet. But Triple H, if you're listening, 
whatever number you give to Tessa, it's going to go ahead and pay its dividends back Blank to check, you. Man. I swear, man. I'm telling you. I, you, know, you think it's a check. pipe dream. You think it's a pipe dream, Matt. I could see it not being a pipe dream. I can see that easily becoming a reality. The longer this goes and the more AEW yeah. refuses to make the move, WWE is going to swoop in. And I'm hoping that that's the case because I'd much rather see her strengthen the best division in the game than go to a division that's being treated like a joke sometimes. And if anybody out there is not familiar with her work and you're only familiar with the garbage that you've heard check out our episode <laughs> check out our episode on tessa blanchard and also check out her matches with oh say mercedes martinez mm-hmm. in a her, 75 her minute matches oh my gosh her matches, yeah and mercedes martinez in a 75 minute iron woman match or her matches with brian cage intergender sammy, ma- callahan. sammy callahan yeah but brian cage this going back to when there were some- yeah Holy, oh, I'm getting excited. Yeah, she takes right. bumps that she has no business taking Huge from bumps. guys yes. three times her size. Yes. You know, uh, listen, I mean, I got hyped up when I saw Becky Lynch take end of days from Baron Corbin. And by the yeah. way, that was a heck of a bump. If you that, think was awesome. that was gnarly. Yes. It was. Awesome. It's, well, it's easily the best moment in that match. Um, mm. Well, Brock cashing in too. Yeah. Well, but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you think that was cool, you need to go ahead and watch some of Tessa's work and impact. It's absolutely incredible. So, Guys, I, I can't thank you enough. I'll, I'll, I'll end it with this. Are we happy with where WWE is with the women's division right now? No. 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 We expect more. Mm-mm. Yes. Yeah. We expect more. But could it be worse? Yes. Okay. Not, not to give it an excuse, not to go ahead and go ahead and let them off the hook and anything like that, but they could be doing but to be fair pro wrestling could be better as a whole not just wwe aew is not perfect obviously they can't yep. get a ring to blow up clearly uh, oh my gosh sorry. oh my god please that, they, they earned that they earned that it means they made eddie kingston look like a dumbass last night that pissed yeah. me off oh I, yeah i mean that was yeah yeah that's no Okay. That was probably Eddie Kingston making Eddie Kingston look like a dumbass, though. Fair. Yeah. I haven't seen that argument yeah. be made, Matthew. I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. I mean, I think that at, at this point, I, I think with that company and the amount of time he has in the business, I think that's his call. Honestly. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. So yeah. Guys, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Um, I had a blast and – with that that three way episode, we we are Let's it's coming. It. We're making it happen. Um, Gerard, for the love of God, follow <laughs> Metal Rock Whiskey. Follow Wrestling with Respect. Absolutely. Follow Matthew. Matthew, Jenny, plug away everything, please. Uh, you guys can go ahead and follow me at Rumderwoman twenty four seven, Matthew. At the Whiskey Obsessor, that is whiskey without the E, at Metal Rock Whiskey, at Spirit of Rock, Spirit Rock Podcast Pod. Network. All Jenny, Instagram. Don't you have a secondary one? Don't you have a second podcast too? Like, like um, I, I had a podcast that I, I did for a while called uh, Pretty Good okay. for a Girl. Um, we haven't okay. recorded much. Uh, people's lives get really busy, but uh, but yeah, we it's not really active, but we do have some episodes out there if anyone wants to watch that. All right. We'll go check that out too, guys. Go check that out. <laughs> um, it, it's been a pleasure having you guys back on. I, I, I mean it when I say this. Yeah, I love having you guys on. And I'm going to make sure to have you more frequently because I love collabing with you guys. Absolutely. You guys are tremendous. Definitely. Um, 
and yeah, go check them out. And we will be back next week. Um, again, this interview might take place middle or end of the podcast. Uh, Ross will be on with me very momentarily, but uh, go check out the double turn podcast on Instagram. I run that B. Um, go check out boss Ross TDT on Twitter, Ross, the real boss 85 on Instagram, the one and only J man 19 on Instagram. Um, you can find the double turn podcast on Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, Stitcher, radio public anchor cast box, pocket cast everywhere, except for iHeart because we're not on there yet because we're not that cool, but we're going to make that happen. <laughs> um, wrestling, wrestling with respect can be found on Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts everywhere. in it's mother, um, and happy International Women's Day to all the ladies out there. Jenny, happy International Women's Day to you. Um, Matthew, you. I think I can speak for the both of us that our wives rock. Um, they're rock stars, and we wouldn't be yes. the people that we are today without them. So shout out to my wife. Not even close. Yep. Yeah. My wife's not going to listen to this episode, but if she can hear me on the other <laughs> side of the door, I love you, my wife, my beautiful queen. And uh, shout out to you, Jenny. I appreciate you guys. Um, have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank Catch you. Catch you guys later. Peace.